Welcome to Sundays with the Weekend Sober Gals. I'm Katia. And I'm Kim. Join us as we explore different topics each week, ranging from motherhood to parenting to marriage. And we'll talk about personal stories from our past and we'll just explore what it's like to thrive rather than just survive the weekend sober. Every week, every Sunday. fact that it is 7 30 on a saturday morning and we are awake and we are yes <laughs> i am proud of us still even though it's been over two years this does not get old like it really productive right now it really does not get old it's so lovely to have such a busy morning and to be able to say all right let's hop on and have a quick chat and yeah. know that we can plan that in advance and stick to it because during my drinking days and my hungover days, I'd be like, oh my God, there's no way I can get out of bed. You know, I would be so flaky too. I would always make up excuses for why I had to cancel on things or like a day like today, I was just telling you before we started recording, it's raining here. This would have been a day, perfect excuse for me to just be absolutely hungover all day. If I didn't have Harper, I'd probably just be eating a bunch of garbage, like drinking again later in the day, you know, because I would feel like crap still, but I'd be like, oh, I'm feeling less like crap now, <laughs> you know, and just do nothing. And I'm like, and have this like anxiety and dread too. Like if I was still drinking and I had an event, obviously not my baby shower, but if I had like say an event to, to go to today, it would have made my anxiety so much worse. Like I would have been setting myself up for disaster. Yes, completely. I That is so true. It's funny that you say that. Yes, I would wake up knowing, okay, I have something that I need to go to midday and it would I would wake up with a, a pit in my stomach of, you know, that dread. Mm-hmm. How am I going to face that, especially knowing that I was hungover? Um it was an awful feeling do you think it's a do you think it's a form like this just came to me now like is it self-sabotage when you do that and you kind of like I, I remember being in this cycle where I almost like it would enable me to continue drinking because it would give me permission because I was like well this is just who I am I always screw things up so it's just always gonna continue but it sounds like it's self like if someone else told me that I'd be like why why would you do that though <laughs> it doesn't make yeah. sense, logical sense right you know they often say with self-compassion or compassion talk to somebody or talk to yourself like you're talking to a friend yeah I would say that to my like why are you doing that you know why why do you keep putting yourself through that kind of hell so yeah it's like a self it's like a form of self-sabotage and I also think it was a way of enabling myself and allowing alcohol to stay in my life because I didn't want to let go of it. It was the way that alcohol had its hold on me. I didn't want to give it up. So um, I just would keep going and keep telling myself, well, you have an event, so you got to get through it with alcohol. So you might as well drink the night before. And, you know, that's the only way you're going to get to sleep. Because Because we didn't know how to cope with things like that. Like we've talked about our like social anxiety and all that kind of stuff. So you don't know how, and people listening, like it is totally normal to not know how to show up to 
events alcohol-free, especially in the, the beginning, but even just before you even make that decision, when you're thinking about it, about life without it, you're like, I can't do that. So you don't believe in yourself because it's, it's all of those things. You don't have the confidence that you don't believe in yourself that you can do it, you know? Yeah. I, it's that, it's so funny how still, like you said, two, over two years later, this is so such a great feeling to wake up with, but we're also still having these kind of like epiphanies as well as to like yes. what we're experiencing. Um, I was telling you earlier this week that I hosted um, a dinner party for some friends on my tennis team. And it was uh, the first time that I had hosted in my new kitchen and there was like around 10 women Um and, you know, some of them I know better than others, but, you know, I've been playing tennis with them for the past year. And um, I, in the past, would have been anxious leading up to this, just being the hostess, you know, yeah. um, probably similar to how you're feeling today with your baby shower. Yeah, I feel um, like I'm going to throw up. <laughs> <laughs> but I was, you know really for me, I wasn't like the center of attention like you are today. So I wasn't, I didn't have the anxiety. It's a very different situation. Can't really compare the two, but, um, you know, in the past I would have been pre-gaming. I would have been drinking before people got there. Um, you know, it would have been just such a different experience and I would have checked out, you know, I wouldn't have been present for the, for the conversations and it, it was such a lovely evening. I, you know, cooked for people. I kind of, well, I more or less just grilled. Um, mm -hmm. but I had prepared a bunch of food, people brought food. Um, it was such a nice night and everybody, you know, on my team, they all know that I'm sober and they've all read my book and, um, mm -hmm. yeah. And so like, it wasn't, and I said to them, bring wine, like bring, yeah. you know, whatever you want to drink. i I'm not, I don't have anything for you, but I do have like non-alcoholic wine if you want some. Um, but people didn't bring anything. So that was actually, it was interesting. I, I was, I was really hoping, not hoping people would, but kind of just expecting people would bring stuff, but it was a Sunday evening. So maybe people just didn't, I don't know, or it was like out of respect for me. I'm not really sure, but, um, it was everyone just kind of drank seltzer and it was really low key and, or it's just like, maybe people just don't drink. Like right. <laughs> we can't even fathom. That's the last thing we come to in like the reasons of like, we're like, no, that can't be it. Cause you think about your past life and you're like, if you had been to an event like that or been hosting and you were still drinking, of course there would have been alcohol. Like there yeah. wouldn't have been a question about it. Whereas people who don't have um, a problem with alcohol wouldn't, like they don't think like that right so you're just yeah. like so we both have events that well and i think i don't know if i told the people listening about how i had originally said yes to having alcohol at my baby shower today and then i changed my mind it was like i think i told you it was like sitting in the back of my mind and i was like something doesn't feel right about this and i said to my husband i was like i just this is not who i am like especially because it's a baby shower i felt like but that wouldn't have stopped me in the past. Let me make that clear because 
Oh, I yeah. would have for sure. I would have been like, let's toast the baby with this. Let's make, I would have literally made some drink with like little pacifiers floating in it or something. <laughs> like, been like, oh, how cute. AK, yes. Let's just get bombed, you know? So, I have, I've definitely gotten drunk at baby showers before. Right. Definitely. Okay. See, so like it could have gone either way, but yeah. you know, I am going to be putting out my alcohol free beverages front row center, loud and proud, like try this. And I, um, we're going to be toasting with, um, badass mom. Um, they make like a sparkling. Kind yeah. Of that's thing. what I, that's what I had. Book launch, right? So I had that at the book launch. I also had that on Sunday night at my tennis party, but people didn't oh. like, people didn't want to try it. I had like another non-alcoholic yeah. day that people tried. Um, mm. I love the badass mom. Well, I'm um, curious to see what people will try today. That's the one we're going to toast with. And I'm going to pre or someone will pre pour it and we'll just hand it out to people. Um, but I have like wild wonder. I think I have some groovy, which I love. And I have one other, there was a couple of companies. I actually got a really cool box um, in promo this week. I haven't looked at it yet, but um, I'll talk about that maybe next week because I opened it and just kind of looked at it. And I was like, Oh, this looks really neat. So um you know, and some honestly, though, some people don't, if they don't drink, they're not looking for a substitute for alcohol, because we're going to have, we're getting it catered from Olive Garden, and we've got like a gallon of tea, iced tea, and then a gallon of raspberry iced tea or something. Maybe people just drink that, I don't know, or coffee. <laughs> That's know? the thing. If people don't drink, and they're not used to drinking, then they don't crave that yeah. substitute. <laughs> yeah. Well, or, or they don't, it's a whole... um the ritual behind it too, I think, to have the drink in your hand, the association that you're, it's kind of an adult thing. And there is, I was telling you, there is going to be some little girls there today and stuff. And I just thought this way they can toast with us too. Like yeah. it'll just be this kind of thing. So I don't know. We'll see. I'm sure I'll be bringing home a lot of alcohol-free stuff, but it's, it's, I just knew in my head, I was like, I can't do that. And like, did you, so on Sunday when you had people over, were you, like, it sounds like it was really relaxed, like that you just, and that, do you remember like the tension and the, the heightened anxiety you would feel before, during, and after all of these, these events? You know? Oh my God. Yes. When ugh, I would get so nervous before yeah and that's when I would drink and then I would be nervous during because I'm like am I drinking too much can I drink more I need more to drink um, <laughs> yeah and then after it's like did did I say something stupid <laughs> you know, did I do something stupid I don't really remember what I did mm -hmm. um it was really wonderful. I keep coming back to this idea that I was just so present. I was so in the moment. I really enjoyed the conversations. I enjoyed the people. And I kept saying that to my husband. I'm like, these are such incredible, thoughtful, kind women, um, you know, various ages that are just really, they bring such, you know, incredible insight, thoughtful conversation. And it wasn't just sitting around drinking, having mindless chatter. It was, you know, it was just really great to get to know them um, on a different level. So that's, it's always really nice to 
to do that and and to have really great conversation that goes beyond um you know the surface level and i think that when i was drinking i was just so self-centered in the sense that i was so focused on my next drink yes. and thinking about oh how much do i have left in this glass where's the where's the bottle how many more bottles of this do we have what can i have next you know and it, it was i i was half listening all the time it's and half crazy. checked out because i was half drunk you know it was just that's it's so not the way to live no it, it really is there's no freedom in that there's so much freedom now to not it was the one thing that i was it was like the ball and chain i could not let go of this thing because it, i carried it around with me first of all it was a big secret how much i actually struggled with it and then it was and then it was just like i needed it present all the time so it like you said it detracted my presence from the actual situation so i couldn't connect with people properly i was just obsessed with like you said the next drink and stuff so i'm excited for you, maybe next week you'll talk to people about your the social kind of club that you're starting, alcohol free. I'm excited about that because you're gonna have plenty of opportunities to do things like this. Yes, I'm really excited about it. We um it's called Sober in the Suburbs and I love it. I just, you know, like on a well, I, it hasn't been on a whim because I've really I know I'm like talk about it next week, but now I'm gonna talk about it right now. <laughs> you want. Yeah. I know. I, I'll just give a brief overview. And, um, I just, I'm s literally since like the first day I stopped drinking, like, cause I think I Googled like sober in the suburbs of Boston and there was not, there's nothing around here besides AA, which I really can't yeah. connect with. Yeah. So I wanted something for the people outside of Boston to sort of like, just get together like community. And for so long I have found that online, yeah. but there's nothing in person. And so many people, since I wrote my book, have reached out to me to go for coffee, go for walks. And I'm like, we need to start getting together as a group. Yeah. So I'm like, we're gonna, you know, get together this one, you know, huge group of women that I have met. And every other day I'm like, I'm going for a walk I'm going for coffee. Oh. Now I'm going to bring everybody together and we're going to, you know, like just figure out what people want. Like, and yeah. I've heard people want like a book group, a walking group, a running group, and just going to figure out how to facilitate this. And I really envision this just sort of like a spider web. Like it's just going to grow yeah. because there's such a need. There is such an incredible need and yeah. people are just so desperate for connection. So yeah. I'm really excited to see where it goes. And um, there's so many people from so many different towns all around us and um, all over. They're so lucky to have you doing this. I just think it's such a generous thing to do because like you said people might want different things but you can bring together this community and then the beautiful part of that is that within that those women start forming their own connections and finding people they have stuff in common with without any worry that there's going to be that alcohol lurking in the background that they're going to these events it could be because for some people it's really hard to be around alcohol after they quit drinking so it actually stops them from going out and and trying to make friendships or or try a new hobby or anything like that so this gives them the freedom that we talk about to just show up and just be yeah. like hey i i i'm interested in this you're interested in this too why don't we meet and play tennis next week or what you know exactly or whatever. exactly exactly and there's women from 
all different, you know, aspects of this sobriety experience, you know, from um, newly sober, really struggling with alcohol to being like, you know what, I just don't really want to drink anymore. I don't really feel like alcohol serves any purpose in my life. And, you know, in those types of people are like, let's come up with like activities and things and day trips and, um, you know, things that don't revolve around alcohol. Whereas like there are other people that are like, I just need like to find people where I can sit on the couch in my pajamas and talk, you know, it's like, so creating these different types of um, events and groups where, yeah, like you said, they can find their kind of people Um, that will evolve over time. But just, it starts with honestly, just like one, getting this group together once and, and get the ball. We got to get the ball rolling. And I've been talking about it for so long. So now I'm like, we're doing this. So if you're listening and you live near Boston, May 31st, send me an email or DM and I'll give you the info. So, Uh, yeah. That's so exciting. And you, you guys are going to be doing this over the summer while we're on hiatus from the podcast. Yes. Yeah. Birth too. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you're just like giving birth. I'll be doing this. Yeah. Did you see that he is in a Frank breach position? So he's folded in half. Saw that. So what what do we do about that? Well, okay. So I'm 29 weeks tomorrow. If he hasn't moved by 32 weeks, it's kind of a problem because we'll probably have to have a C-section, which I had just come around to the idea, like, I'm going to try and have a V-back. I'm going to do this naturally. I had this, I was looking at hypnobirthing and getting all holistic about this. And then- (laughs) which it could still happen, but knowing my luck with stuff like this, it just won't. And I'm like, then I started watching videos about like babies that are born Frank Breach and how often their legs stay in the air for a few days. And I'm like, good thing I knew this because I would have been freaked out. Like, oh my God, it's going to go down. So he's perfect. He's three pounds, four ounces roughly. And he's 85th percentile. So yeah. It's all happening. Oh my God. Before you know it, he'll be here. It's so exciting. Yay. So that's kind of, that's kind of what's going on, but we don't know what will happen. I have my glucose, that dreaded glucose test oh, Monday where yeah. you got to drink like 50 grams of sugar. I, I'm getting James to drive me because I hate stuff like that. I'm just like, I'm going to be like sitting there in the like yeah. room, just like vibrating. <laughs> They make you do a lot of things when you are of the advanced maternal age, too. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but it'll all be worth it because as long as we, the good thing about this is that I get a a bunch of ultrasounds. So we've got to see so many times. So nice. Mm -hmm. I know. I remember wanting to, I'm like, I just want to see the baby. I just, I remember that feeling. Yeah, it's nice. We get them. I have a point. My appointments ramp up now between now and the end of the pregnancy to like, two a week basically so we're busy over here so i don't have to, i don't have time for a social life but <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be watching and and living vicariously through your stuff so i'm excited for you to connect with thank you women out there well, you have a big social event today so good luck with your baby shower and we'll talk about it next week i can't wait to hear how it goes thanks Kim. all right have a great weekend sober guys we'll talk soon bye, bye.